get ready. Here comes another live edition of the Birthday Boy Podcast. All right. I think it's live. Yep. It appears to be live. Hey, Kimmy, I think there's a share button. There should be a share button. And if you hit that, and then you can post it. What? No, that's... You dumb idiot, Siri. I'm not talking to you. God. All right. Anyways. Hmm. All right. Well, whatever. No worries. We're here. People are... Look at this. Here they come, filing in. I'm recording on the computer. We've got some people. There's there's Dumas. There's Kimmy. Uh, let's see. Hey, there's Jambi. Sorry, I don't want to call people out. I, I, I said that last week. I hate when people call me out if I join a live thing. But, uh, you know, here you are. So thanks for coming in, gang. This is awesome. Uh, and I'm trying to, uh, let's see here. Yeah, this is this is very annoying. I'm just trying to trying to figure this out. Okay, whatever. Yeah, let's do this. We were mostly here to be called out. Good. <laughs> Carrie Dumas is here to be called out. Uh, Jambi's trying to find a gift that's Forrest Gump waving at me. Don't you don't you dare! God damn it! All right, let me take a sip of water. I'm okay. I uh, whatever this thing is, Garage Band's recording. Got the cans on. Get the golden pipes ready. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's do this. Let's go with episode 44 of the Birthday Boy Podcast. A very unprofessional, very crude uh, music thing here. Let's do this. <clears throat> And now, live from Facebook, episode 44 of the Birthday Boy Podcast. <laughs> an idiot? My wife called me an idiot? There's Shimo. There's Karen, my mother-in-law. Let, let me get back to this introduction. Hold on a second. Idiot, she says. My own wife. And now, here's the host of the Birthday Boy Podcast, the Corona Boy himself, the one and the only, Mr. Global Pandemic, Johnny Boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. I love this song. It's, uh, this just came out today, a new, uh, a new tune by Spectre. It's nice. Let's take a break here and let, not a break from the podcast, but a, a break from me talking and yeah, let's dance a little bit. There we go. All right. There's Nate. Look at this. We're sh we're shattering records. I think the most I think the most viewership we had during the at the height of last week's podcast was like eleven. We're already at eight. Not even five minutes in, and I've literally done nothing except dance like an idiot. All right. Ah, welcome to episode 44, everybody, on this Friday evening. I hope you're well. I hope you're corona-free. 
All right, let's uh I I can listen to this tune all day. Oh man. All right. There we go. Welcome everybody to episode 44. There's a small child on the floor. Bear with me for a second. Yes? Do you need something? Are you just watching? Oh, okay. That's all right. Yeah, you can watch. You can both. Yeah, come on in. These uh, these numb nuts kids of mine are gonna watch the uh, watch the podcast from the floor. Cool. Hey, there's Uncle Pete. Oh man, this is great. Like I said, shattering records, shattering birthday boy records, record viewership eight. If we get three more, we will officially tie last week's. Yeah, here's hoping for thirty. Oh man. Let's see. Hey, uh, Grandma says hi. <laughs> <I'll>... <laughs> Nate Duell is here, and he says that uh, he locked Everly, his baby, in the basement, so hurry it up. Oh, man. Fantastic. Like, hurry up the pot, like, do a quick podcast so you can get your kid out of the basement? No, she's staying in the basement. As long as I do this podcast, your child is staying in the basement. This is great. And this is... This is what I love about the podcast. It's such a it's such a popular program that you've got kids, people locking their kids in the basement, uh, neglecting their children altogether like me, uh, just to hang out and enjoy the Birthday Boy podcast. So uh, thanks for tuning in, gang. This is fun. We're going to have fun. We had fun last week, and uh, we're going to continue the fun this week. I've got a few things. I've, I've got a few things. First of all, can I tell you, I want to tell you about a dream I had this week. Has anybody... Has anybody else been having like weird, like Corona quarantine dreams over the last uh, two or three weeks? Because I, uh, I sure as hell have. Karen, Jambi, yeah, you can ask anything you want. Our, rest in peace to the founder of Earth Day today, says Shimo. What's that? Who's the founder of Earth Day? I don't know who the founder of Earth Day is. He's dead. I don't know. Well, that's sad. I don't know who founded Earth Day. Uh, wondering if I should use tissues, toilet paper, or paper towels. Well, that was... Uh, that's interesting. That was a question I was going to ask Cliffy later on. hey <laughs> Oh, Christ. All right. All right. Rest, rest in peace to the founder of Earth Day. So listen, actually, Shimo, I'm glad you're here. I had you were in this dream. So in this dream, um, uh, I had a dream that I went to Stewart's. I talked about Stewart's last week on the podcast, and in this dream that I had, I was in Stewart's uh, shopping for something, and the manager there was like, he was evil. He was not a good guy. He was like, uh, this was like, um, I don't know, maybe because season three of Ozark started. I'm not really sure. But uh, but I'm in Stewart's and it's uh, it's clearly like a money laundering like a cartel something's going on in this dream and I'm trying to like buy candy or something and uh, and the guy you know it's it's just real shady and Shima was there with me and I was like hey man we better we better get out of here I don't think they want us here and so we went out and I, I got in the car and Shima went to like. He was out in the parking lot. He went to do something. And I got in the car and started backing out. And then all these these shady guys started approaching the car, asking me, like, what uh, what my odometer reading was. And I was like, eh, you know what? I don't know, guys. I don't want any trouble. 
and then they started chasing after the car and I realized, <laughs> I realized either I can do in this dream I realized I can do one of two things I can I can stop and let Joe get in the car and p- potentially get killed or I can just I can just peel out and Shimo's probably going to get killed but I'm going to live and so naturally I peeled out of the parking lot in this dream while Shimo was like you know doing something I don't even know what he was doing but I just I didn't even I didn't really even hesitate I saw these guys coming after me and I thought I can stop and let Joe get in the car and we'll probably be die we'll probably die we'll probably be killed or I can peel out and so that's what I did and then and then the dream continued normally that's where I would that's where I would wake up in a dream uh, where it gets like oh my god this is horrible my friend's gonna get killed but in the dream I just kept driving down the street and within the dream itself I'm rationalizing <laughs> rationalizing in my head and I'm saying oh well well, I left Joe behind. He's one of my oldest and dearest friends. But, eh, I do have other friends. So maybe it's not all that bad. And, uh, you know, I, maybe I'll make some new friends. It's okay. It's okay. I have kids. He doesn't. So better me than him. And so that was the dream. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Dr. Freud would have a lot of fun uh, figuring out that one. Oh, wait a minute. Let's... Uh, well, we have a very special, a special guest has just entered the Facebook live recording of the old Birthday Boy podcast. Speaking of tissues, paper towels, and toilet paper, Cliffy, Cliffy, is that Cliffy Womack? Or as he says, uh, I don't even know why, but he pronounces it Womack, Womack, this is Cliffy Womack, F you, that's, yep, that's classic. Classic potty mouth Cliffy. Oh man, always with the always with the filth talk. Cliffy, welcome to the podcast. Let me tell you something, Cliff. I think this is uh, this is perfect timing. I was uh, I was vamping for a little bit, uh, but you know something. I think. Uh, kids, idiots, idiots, a couple of dopey kids. Anyway. Uh, Cliff, a couple things here. So, uh, Cliff, is this true? This, ladies and gentlemen, in the Facebook Live, and this is why listening on the uh, listening to the podcast at a later time on iTunes or iHeartRadio or Spotify is great. But joining, uh, going to the Birthday Boy Podcast Facebook page and checking out the podcast live, this is the way to go because you get the real, the actual Cliff Womack or Womack according to Cliff, who doesn't know how to pronounce his own last name. Uh, this is where Cliffy joins. Cliff, the real Cliff is here. He's live. He's in the chat. He's he's here. And uh, Cliffy, since you're here on the Birthday Boy podcast, a little birdie told me that tomorrow is, uh, tomorrow you're going to be the birthday boy? Is this, uh, is this accurate? Is this correct, Cliffy? Cliffy? Is tomorrow a special someone's special day, Cliffy? I think it is. I'm just going to assume it is. Cliff is probably he's probably trying to find the keys on the keyboard. Big <laughs> Wow. Cliff. Uh, Cliff has not only announced himself, uh, not only is tomorrow his birthday, uh, Cliff said uh, that he's here, big dick and all. Wow. Congrats, Cliff. Congrats on everything. <laughs> what can I tell you? Uh, Peter Terzian, a.k.a. Uncle Pete, 
no relation to Uncle Cliff, says, I got a live notification this time. Hey, that's fantastic. Good. Hopefully more people are getting live notifications. Uh, so listen, Cliff is actually here. We have Cliff. And for those of you who tuned in last week, we tried to call Cliff a number of times to no avail. We got the, uh, we got the, the answering machine. And as, uh, <laughs> as, as the machine said, I'm, or as Cliffy then texted me that he was having dinner with the family. Uh, is this a public comment or just for you? Uh, no, just for me, Cliff. I'm definitely the only one who can see those comments. <laughs> so don't you worry, old buddy, old pal. Yeah, Cliff writes, is this a public comment or just for you? Yeah, no, it's it's just between you and me, old friend. I would definitely always be truthful about such things. Uh, so speaking of Cliff, it is in fact <laughs> it is in fact Cliff's birthday tomorrow. So I thought, oops, says Cliff. Cliff, there's no oops. You're you're among you're among friends, fans, listeners, people, people who truly adore you, Cliffy, and I'm I'm one of them, Cliffy boy. You're one of my favorite people, which is why I've based an entire uh, podcast, an entire lifestyle around you. My entire life is based on Cliff. Um, the influence that Cliff has had on uh, the world of entertainment and podcasting and life in general. Uh, the far-reaching effects of Mr. Cliffy Womack will be will be felt for years to come. Uh, the near-reaching effects of Cliff will be felt uh, probably inside his pants later tonight in the old pound pound. Uh, so, Cliff, I wanted to wish you. Actually, I'm not going to wish you happy birthday, Cliffy, uh, a day early. But I would. I I thought I could get uh, some of your family members to come here. I'm going to take a quick sip of water. Mm-mm-mm. Ah, delicious water, uh, Cliff. I just uh, I'd like to uh, I'd like to turn it over to to your grandmother. Grandma Cliff is here. Uh, so is Uncle Cliff. Uh, I th- I believe Doctor Heathcliff Duxtable, and uh, and cousin Cliffy, and they have a little a little ditty they would wish they wish to sing to you, Cliffy. So <clears throat> here goes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cliffy. Happy birthday to you. Oh, God damn it. Fucking voice, Cliff. Where are those magazines, Cliffy? Uh, Anyways, Cliff, happy birthday from uh, your entire family. Does this camera angle make my face look fat? No, it's not the camera angle. It's my face. But thanks for noticing. Oh, man. So, Cliff, happy birthday. And uh, you know what? Let me, uh, hold on. Hang on. I'm going to step out of view here for a second. So, for those of you who tuned in last week, Cliff, we tried to call Cliff. He didn't answer. And then finally, literally the second that I hit the button to end the live feed and turn it off and be done, who calls me? The phone rings. There's Cliffy. So I start, I started the live feed back up. We had a few people join in. I recorded it. It's on last week's. It's on the audio of last week's podcast. There's a separate video on the Facebook page, on the Birthday Boy Podcast Facebook page. Um, but I thought... Cliff, 
if you're up for it, why don't I just call you again right now? You still there? Can I call you? You you and your <laughs> large wang. Uh, I'm not going to ask for permission. I'm just going to call him because that's what we do here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. We call Cliff, whether he likes it or not. Oh, man. Oh, Rebecca, is that really you? My BFF? Cliffy. Uh, sure thing, says Cliff. Uh, this is fantastic. Let's uh, let's get off to a, a bang here on the old Birthday Boy podcast. Watch, watch him not pick up, even though he just said he can. All right. Hello, Cliffy. Cliffy, this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliff. Hey, buddy. Are you uh, are you as excited as I am to be on the Birthday Boy podcast yet again? I am. Yeah. If, well, I think I'm going to have to drop my live stream because I don't think it likes me doing these two things at once. Yeah. Oh uh, well, that's that's fine. Listen, I'm going to. My brain can't handle both. both uh, <laughs> Well, that we, yeah, I know, I know all about your brain. What? Can you hear me all right? No. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Uh, How are you doing, Johnny Boy? Fantastic. I'm great, Cliff. I'm better now that you are, uh, now that you're here on the Birthday Boy podcast with actual people on the actual podcast instead of me calling you back or you calling me back and all that nonsense from last week. Yeah, I mean that was yeah that's DVD extra stuff from last week. That's bonus bonus footage, but now the real Cliff is here, and uh, yep, and the viewership is is dropping at an exponential rate. <laughs> now I can be disappointment to everybody. <laughs> yeah, not just to me, but now to everybody. It's all got that clear. That's good. <clears throat> so yeah, so listen, since since you're here, I have some things. I, I might I might repeat some of my questions from last week. I have a few new questions, and I'm going to, if it's okay with you, I'll let some of the viewing audience uh, fire away with any of their questions, any of their Cliffy-related questions. We'll see if they come up with anything. Uh, but in the meantime, first of all, how is, uh, how is your, how is your uh, another week of, uh, of quarantine, how, how is it going? I have found it to be uh, kind of odd. I don't quite much like being around people, but this, uh, this quarantine is not like my favorite, I would say. That's interesting. But I mean, from a, let's say from a, from a ball toggling perspective, that has to be going better than (laughs) a what? A ball toggling? A ball toggling perspective. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to take the fifth on that one. I'm not really sure. Gotcha. I I think, uh, not statistically different from zero. Cliff, you pleading the fifth it says more than words ever could, my friend. <laughs> so we we get it. Uh, I understand. The pound pound is open for business, I think, is what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> the pound pound is the only... Uh, talk about an essential resource. Essential service. Essential service. The pound pound. 
does not close down for pandemics or anything else. Uh, oh man, uh, Cliff. You know, I was thinking. Okay, I'm going to go back to. We've got some. We've got some. Uh, some. Some new listeners and viewers who weren't here on last. So I'm going to ask. These are some repeat questions. And maybe maybe some people have watched last week's. Maybe I'm going to assume not. So I'm going to ask. Uh, I'm going to ask again. Actually, I'm going to ask the same questions, and then in my own time, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back and review them to your answers from last week, and then prove what a humongous liar you are. Because I'm sure yeah, you're going to give. Not how big of a, um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so listen. I here's my question. I asked this last week. I ask it again. Favorite memory. So, for those of you who don't know, Cliffy and I worked together at Bank of America. When did you, what, 2013 to 2015, something like that? Were you there? Uh, yeah, if you yeah. say so. I'm right. not really sure. There's a couple. Well, if I say so, it's your life. I don't remember when you started working there. You... Uh, I think uh, I think so. I yeah. think that's a pretty good guess. Okay. So, uh, in that time, I mean. And, and just to recap, when you first started, uh, which you now know you now know full well, because I've told you this many times, including last week, I uh, I did everything I could to try and get you fired, which I think you I think you know that. I do. That, yeah. that was funny to learn about. I think I learned it about a year and a half into my yeah. being on the team. You did once. Once we were cool with each other, I remember being in a conference room with you for some reason, and then I <laughs> I came clean. Which is to reiterate, I, it, I mean, I could be wrong a little bit, but I think it was at least a year and maybe a year and a half. So yeah. I wasn't like a quick burn of like, you don't really quick to uh, share that with me. Oh, no, it was it was close to the end. It was close to the end of our of our time together. You know, I think it also, didn't we go on like a cemetery walk? We, I mean, that sounds weird for people that don't know, but I think we went on like a walk through the cemetery. You told me that we didn't. We didn't just go on one cemetery. We we walked through that cemetery all the time, and it was yeah, the yeah. and you initiated these walks, and yeah. I would just like you. You couldn't see me. Maybe you could feel it, but on the other side of the cube wall, you would be like, "Hey, you want to go for a walk through the cemetery?" And I would just be like, "This fucking guy with his walks through the cemetery." He's, and then I thought, like, okay, if he's not trying to take my job, he's gonna like, I don't know, rape me, <laughs> or, or something in the cemetery. Something really bad is gonna happen to Johnny Boy, courtesy of Cliff. I just wanted to get out of that cubicle. Yeah, well, I understand that. I also understand that you would want to get out of the cubicle because I was next to your cubicle, and that couldn't have been very fun. Of course, the irony is that you would choose me as your walking partner. So I, I would expect you would want it, you would wanted to have gotten away from me. But then I was there walking with you and having lunch with you, and Jody was there. Yeah. Cruel irony. It is. It's. Tr- hey, listen. So Karen Jambi is asking, "Did I work with Cliff? You? Yeah, Gateway Cemetery. You? You? Do you know Karen Jambi from Bank of America? All right, Jambi. I think that's. I think. I think you got your oh, answer. That that five minute pause followed by hmm. I think we. I think we know. Ah, oh, Jay Cook. Hey, Cookie Man. Welcome to the podcast, buddy. It should be noted. I've tried to block most. I've tried to repress most of my uh, experience there. <clears throat> Do you remember me arranging all of the items on your desk to look like penises and balls? No, I do not, 
Wow, you have blacked I out. I remember you would mess with things on my desk. Yeah. Pictures of me unaware. I would do that. I, okay, so I would take, I would lean over the top of the cube wall, and I would take pictures of Cliff, and then I would text those pictures to Cliff, accusing him of time theft, because he was, you know, if you were like, even if you were working, or if you were surfing the net, and then the irony, of course, again, more irony is that I'm doing absolutely no work while I'm texting pictures of yourself to yourself. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, but then I would, I usually got into the office pretty early and I would tell you had little, you had little footballs, you had all kinds of bullshit on your desk. You had footballs and you had umbrellas and you just, you had, you had so many balls. Your desk was just a giant field of balls, Cliff. And I would take those balls of various shapes and sizes, and I would arrange them to look like ball, other kind of balls. And, uh, yeah, and then you would come in, and I could just, I knew you were there the minute you walked in, because it was just a big sigh of just, you know, like, hopelessness and disappointment. Like, when am I, when am I going to get out of this scenario? When is this, this horrible piece of shit <laughs> never going to stop sitting next to me and arranging the balls on my desk to look like balls? Uh, I was also like the worst uh, morning person, so it took me several cups of shitty coffee and and basically kind of a, yeah, I did not enjoy getting started in the morning. I still don't, but now yeah. it doesn't really matter. You know, and that reminds me too, I remember you would come in. Because you would you would get in fairly late to the office, if I recall. Oh yeah. And I would I would announce I would announce you, so that anyone within earshot would know that you were you know oh well nine thirty it looks like somebody slept a little late somebody's taking a half day today Cliffy Womack's here at nine thirty everybody. <laughs> What's embarrassing is that probably happened, probably pretty regularly. Yeah, I feel like you. Yeah, I think you I were. That, I think if I came in at nine thirty, I would. I would think I was late, but I definitely had no problems coming in at nine. Which. Yeah. No, you <laughs> did not. And for me, I was usually there at about like two hours before that. At that point, so for me, it was like halfway through the day, and then you're you're strolling in, and then you would kick off your shoes, and you'd sit there with your little socks dangling around. <laughs> it was just really just so unsavory, Cliff. And, uh, yeah, and then I would, and then I would, uh, I would use the little office communicator and I would, I would text you things like, like, Hey, uh, you know, Cliff, I'm so horny, <laughs> that kind of thing. And you would be yeah, basically everything I did, or I would uh, talk like the macho man, hey, Cliffy. Yeah. I like this. And, and every time I would do that, and of course I was loud, and everybody could hear it. And every time I would say anything, your response was, please, John, please stop. Please stop. And naturally, that would just inspire me to keep going and harass you endlessly. But yeah, I think, Cliff, I think, the, I think my favorite part, we mentioned this last week, was for whatever reason, there was a shake weight in one of the conference rooms. And so I have... I have a picture of you with a shake weight. And I, if I remember right, it was like, you know, it was, you were going like this with the shake weight. I, you, I know you're not on the live thing anymore, but I'm, I'm holding the, the imaginary shake weight up to my mouth 
which, oh, as I remember, a Cliff grabbed the, grabbed the shake weight and was like, "Hey, how do I do this?" Oh, do, 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 do. And then he would, and then he would just go to town on that shake weight. And that's when I knew, oh, oh boy, is the pound pound ever open for business? <laughs> oh man. That one, that that's hilarious, and two, that definitely did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, says you, I my do friend. Remember giving it a bit of a jostle around, you know, a little bit of a movement, but... A little bit of a jostle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was a... That should be the title was, of your autobiography. <laughs> that was like some, um, some, uh, how would I describe it? That was like a, um, some like team building exercise that Christina was trying to... It was. It was our manager at the time, and brought in all, and that that place did all kinds of you know all that touchy feely nonsense with the team building and the sports challenges and all this crap. But yeah, I have pictures of you just going to town on that shake weight. Just yeah, it was it was one of my probably my favorite memory of any anything ever. All of my memories combined. Uh, so listen, Cliff, Karen Jambi says, Cliff, sorry we never met. I can't believe you guys didn't meet. That's unbelievable. She says, I used to tape people's mouth... Oh, I thought she said mouths. She said, I used to tape people's mouthpieces with tape. I thought I, thought I read that as mouths. I'm thinking, wow, this, this Karen Jambi would just go up to people with a piece of tape from behind and, like, put it over their mouth? Like, that's, that's badass, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cliff, like, cheers... Oh, you know, on that note, Cliff, uh, let's let's put this rumor to rest once and for all. Uh, true or false, you were, in fact, 100% definitely named after uh, beloved television doctor turned horrible, horrible ter- pervert rapist. Uh, Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable is portrayed by Bill Cosby. Were you correct? Is this correct? You were named after Cliff Huxtable. That is correct. actually... Incorrect. Oh, it's incorrect. Yeah, there, as you all know, it was. Uh, I was named after a Cincinnati, Ohio orchestra uh, clarinet player, and his last name actually eludes me. But he was a friend of my dad's, and they played in the orchestra together, and they're still kind of long distance buddies. But uh, they were just friends, uh, and my dad. So it sounds, I mean, like best friends, because it sounds to me like you were named after like a mild acquaintance. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I don't know, but I do know that they have <laughs> seen each other in the last five years, so maybe that's. I love it. But, <laughs> yeah. but my dad moved down to the south, and I don't think he really has left that much since then. Oh. I kind of got the vibe that Cliff hasn't left, uh, kind of the, you know, the Midwest. Okay. Northeast. So there's somebody, I can't, so there's some, like, clarinet playing jazz musician orchestra guy somewhere in Cincinnati who is your, you are named, your namesake is, is out, there's another Cliff. Yeah, you can probably find him. Man. Google hard enough. But, I mean, and as we all know, though, not only are you named after a cliff, but every one of your family members, and correct me if, if I don't want to, you know, telling tales out of school here, Cliffy boy, but I'm pretty sure 
that all of your family members, father, mother, grandparents, aunts, uncles, all named Cliff. Is that correct? Because when you know you name your sons Cliff, and then when they marry, uh, the the female doesn't just take the last name Womack or Womack as you <laughs> inexplicably pronounce it, but they also take the first name. So anyone who marries into the family uh, becomes Cliff. Is that that is also correct? Yes. That's correct. It's a bit controversial. It's a bit odd. It is. It, it does. We've kind of retroactively been folding that in. So it's gone up the family tree, across the family tree. Yeah. That's basically how it goes. So the whole so when you have this Highland this holiday spectacular on Hilton Head Island every year, this is like the big family blowout. Everybody's there. It's just one big house filled with cliffs, filled with Womacks, eating oatmeal, yeah. uh, playing Bibleopoly, Trivial Pursuit Psalms edition. You've got the the drinks tasting station with Doctor Duxtable. So. Is it confusing when everybody's, you know, somebody says, uh, Cl- excuse me, Cliff, and everybody turns, huh? Uh, you re- are you referring to me, Cliffy Baseball? No, I was talking to Cousin Cliff. Oh, which cousin? Is me? The co- like, does that, does it drive you nuts that everybody's there and they're all Cliff and you don't know who's talking to who at any given time? No, we've just kind of learned to work around it. Okay. <laughs> See, like, do you, you just, you, you can tell... By the tone when somebody's calling, you yeah. know, like, that's not my cliffy tone. Yeah. Yeah. Like an inflection thing. <clears throat> I get it. I get it. As Look, my dad's named John. I'm John, so I get it. And uh, and so I could imagine when there's 47 cliffs of all ages uh, sitting around the Bibleopoly table and somebody, <laughs> cliffy, well, I know when I hear that tone that Uncle Cliff is talking to you specifically. Yeah, hey, Cliffy boy. Hey, Cliffy, is your uncle Cliffy baseball? Like I get that. Versus if he was talking to like, hey, Cliffy, that's he's talking to cousin Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes actually that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense, Cliffy. Oh my goodness. Good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, so does that? I'm gonna open it up. Anybody out there on the Facebook Live have any questions for the one and only Cliff? There's only one. Even though there are many, many Cliffs, and the entire family is uh, first names are Cliff, there's only one of this Cliff, you know, our Cliff, Shake Weight Cliff, Pound Pound Cliff, this Cliff. Any questions for Cliffy? And Cliff, you know, while we're waiting for questions, why don't you? Uh, you did this last week, but nobody was watching. Now we have some people actually watching. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you plug your business? Because you you left the bank many years ago to pursue your dreams, and uh, and what are those dreams? What is your business? Well, I, it was more just a, an exit strategy. I mean, I do like my work, but it was it was it was not so much to pursue my dreams as in just a an exit strategy from from uh, that past environment. But uh, yeah, I started a home inspection company, uh, 2014-2015, and we do, do home inspections for uh, people around the greater Charlotte area, and we're licensed in both North and South Carolina. Ah, both Carolinas. And, uh, yep. and what is the name of your company, Cliff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. It's, uh, I was going... Yeah, this is really this is really going well. By the way, I built it up as your passion, as your dream, and you're like, well, not really. And then like you don't even name the company. I love my work, but it, you know, it's always a 
always, uh, I like my work a lot, but, um, it's Mint Home Inspection is the company that I, uh, run and operate. And so we have, currently we have two inspectors and we've been, um, pretty busy over the last five or six years. So it's been a good, a good season for sure. Fantastic. Mint Home Inspection in Charlotte, North Carolina, the greater Charlotte area. And he's even in South Carolina, too. This guy, he'll come in and he'll inspect your home. He'll crawl around there, underneath everything, you know. And if, uh, you know, there's a certain code word, he will also have sex with you. But... Oh, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Well, I just want to give away some of the perks in case anybody was on the fence about whether, to, you know, you were a competitor. We are some of the best in the business as far as... Being detailed oriented. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of details being oriented at those home inspections. Hey, listen, Cliffy, we've got a couple of questions. The uh, first one is from Karen Jambi. Cliff, how are you pounding now? I guess well, the question. Are you pounding? Right? Like you, uh, you've probably been pounding off the whole time that we've been talking. I'm guessing, correct? Yes, Cliff, but part of the joke is not to say masturbation, but that was fantastic. I mean, that could have been funnier. <laughs> oh, my God. But if, if you're somehow referring to being excellent in your vocational endeavors, then, uh, you know, then I'm, I'm doing well about it. Yeah, then you're at the, yeah. Then you're master of your domain. <laughs> fantastic. Cliffy, uh, I've got a couple other questions. Let's see. <clears throat> Oh, there's, uh, there's Tom who asks, Tom, who is, uh, who is my youngest daughter's best friend's father. Um, so definitely seeing, seeing a different side of me here on the old podcast. Uh, Tom asks, do you enjoy a good cliff bar post shake weight workout? Which is perfect, of course. Of course you like oatmeal. Of, of all the Cliff Bars. All the other flavors are dead to me. There are no other flavors. It's just that teal green oatmeal raisin Cliff Bar. Well, you know what, Cliffy? You know who else likes the oatmeal Cliff Bars? Your old Uncle Cliff. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. See, Cliff, you don't have to try and make jokes. Just... Just giving truthful, honest answers is is better than any joke you could write. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have a question from Peter Terzian. Are you a vendor for MCS? I don't. I don't know what that question means. I thought maybe you did. I thought there was maybe some code. The answer is no. Okay. I thought that was maybe like the. The Mondo Cox Society or something. I just, I don't work for anyone other than my clients. I don't have any uh, sub-affiliations. Fantastic. Which is what allows you the flexibility to have sex with them. 
No. That's also is not true, but but it does allow me to have the ability to provide uncompromising quality to my clients. That that I can attest to just by knowing you. Because if I had to describe you, it would be uncompromising quality. Well, that's good. I'm glad you think so. Maybe not so much like your work that you did at Bank of America, but just, you know, like your ability to pick out spots to go for walks, you know, <laughs> with, you know, grave sites. Uncompromising quality. Unwavering. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Karen Jambi, it is a shame you guys never met. She's not on the fence about uh, hiring you to inspect her home. Okay. Wink, wink. I, I added I added that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. My father-in-law, Dane, wants to know if you got your muffler fixed? Muffler? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I thought maybe there was... Did you have an old story that maybe I had a messed up car or something? I don't know. I think when we knew each other, I wasn't even driving a car. What? What? I'll tell you what you used to do. You used to like you used to jump on that goddamn trolley all day long. You were every time we would go anywhere for lunch as a group, all you wanted to do was get on that fucking trolley like Mr. Rogers. Well, down a gateway, there's no food. Yeah, but I mean, we wanted you know we would just like Except you know the Greek place. That was good. The Greek place was very very good, but we would you know we'd be like ah let's just we'll take an Uber, and he'd be like let's stand in the heat. For 40 minutes and wait for the trolley. <laughs> That's funny. You know the first Uber I ever took was with you. Really? It might be the last Uber, actually. I've never used Uber. Okay. Jeez. I was, a, uh, I was like a side party to your Uber order, and I jumped in. Did we go to the sushi place? Because I do have a question about the sushi place. Was uh, uh, What, Rusan's? Rusan, yeah, we went to Rusan's. Yeah. D- delicious sushi. Yeah. And that was also, yeah, okay. So that was, we took, an, the two of us took an Uber, and we went to, uh, we went to Rusan's, and we had sushi, and we're sitting there, you and I, and uh, we had our drink orders. Some other people came with us. I thought Jody was with us. No, it was just the two of us. Really? We had, we had other lunches with other people, but this particular lunch was the two of us. We went to Rusan's for sushi, this, the all-you-can-eat buffet, the nine ninety nine, whatever it is. And I remember one thing, and I, this was one of my questions. We were sitting there, and all of a sudden, I believe it was your pastor from your church came up, and you're having a nice conversation, you're talking, and I'm sitting there like a fucking asshole, and you didn't introduce me or say anything, and then he just walks away. And I'm like, great, I'm just, you know, I'm some jerk-off who's just sitting at the table like a moron. So, have you, was that like, a, the social inept, the social ineptitude, was that acquired, or was that just like, were you deliberately in that scenario, just trying to, you know... Oh, no, no, no. I definitely have to, I have uh, plenty of, that's uh, why I got married. You should have seen me before I got married. Like, oh, my, my God. My social skills <clears throat> have gone from, like, zero to at least, like, 4.5. I, that with, I believe. Uh, with having someone uh, committed to living with me. So, uh, yeah. So, that was just me being me. That was... <laughs> That's perfect. So that was just that was just classic Cliffy. Yes. Just only thinking of himself. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't even put it that far. I would just say it was more of a function of me being 
unable to like churn the gears fast enough yeah to like equate like normal social um so just not thinking at all yeah yeah so I'm t- you know i probably have some amount of like you know uh social interaction deficiencies because i just i'm pretty fast on some things and i'm pretty slow on others wow so like bo- like board games i'm not fast on board games really yeah i'm pretty slow this is this is taking an interesting turn. It's ironic because of your your family's proclivity for board games, Bibleopoly and and, and the like. I think that was a, a Hopkins creation. <laughs> I've created nothing, Cliffy. I've only I've only I have brought nothing to life. I've only brought things to light around your wheelings Fair. and dealings. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, so I, but I remember that. And, you know, when I think about it, though, it was probably better off that you didn't introduce me because once, once you were talking to this pastor of yours and I realized, like, oh, this is, a, this is a man of the cloth that Cliffy's having a conversation with, I thought, oh, man, as soon as he introduces, as, as, soon, as, as soon as the introduction is made, this is, uh, is going to be my time to really be a piece of shit. So you made the right choice, whether it was, uh, you know, funny. consciously or not. You know what's funny is, I mean, not to be like so taking it sideways, but like in the years, as the years have folded on, actually less that church and has not spoken with that individual and probably would consider we had a difficult exit from that church. So I would say that I'm uh, oh. a part of the unchurched community currently, partially because of my interactions with that gentleman. Rip. So, well, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and as as Nate Stengravix was pointing out, yeah, indeed, there's nothing but truth here. This is this is journalism at its finest. We're just uncovering yeah, facts. Kidding. So this is interesting. Wow. So the so my memory is this is like your favorite guy, your your pastor, preacher, priest, whatever you call him, and uh, and now to find out that like, so was it was it something, uh, you know, were you. Were you, t- were you taking a little extra of the, uh, you know, the holy wine or something like that? Were you, you know, were you... No. No? What, what did no. he do? He did something. It wasn't you. Uh, you didn't do anything. For once, you I kept it in your pants, and this guy did something to you. I don't think it was so much a personal, a personal thing. I think that there was an unfolding of circumstances that I observed in someone else's situation. Oh. That was a... Uh, a, a woman who was kind of in a hard spot within the church, and then I didn't really like how the uh, institutional features of that church let a woman kind of be high and dry with a difficult marital situation. So I, my family basically left eventually because of that. And in case you're just joining us, this is, this is episode one of Church Talk here on a Friday night. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds horrendous. By the way, yeah. your I mentioned this last week. Your southern accent—I don't remember you ever having a southern accent. And I remember various people that I worked with down there having southern accents. And yours—I don't recall this. Is this is this something that you've uh, that you've also acquired now that you're out of like the banking world, the the white collar? You 
really, I mean, honestly, you actually think it sounds more robust than I used to? Yeah, I do. Although, like, the only other asterisk... You're talking I'm like this, and I don't even, it doesn't even, like, sound like you on your I'm voicemail. Least, I'm at least three drinks in, currently, so... Okay. So, maybe it has some function here with that, but I also don't talk to anyone. I talk to, like, yeah. you know, if I have five clients a week, I talk to five people a week for, like, 30 minutes. Wow. By the way, we've got a few comments here. Uh, Jay Cook uh, says it was absolutely reasonable to assume he was touched by a priest. I think that is absolutely reasonable to assume. Would you care to comment further? Uh, yeah, the the chances that were zero <laughs> percent. Well, so you're saying between zero and one hundred. Uh, bound, bound on the by. And Joe Shimo uh, raises a good point. At least, at least a priest didn't play with your pecker, uh, says Joe Shimo. Which I, now that we've confirmed that that there's a zero percent chance, I I think uh, there's a collective sigh of relief from everybody. Yeah, there should be. You should raise a glass. To that. That's yeah. Great. So congrats. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Even though you had a number of penises and balls put on your desk at work in a professional uh, workplace. Uh, you were never actually touched by a real your 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 actual penis was never touched by a, a priest, which is that's, I think that's, uh, in my opinion, a good. That's a good thing. Yeah, we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Progress, forward motion, Cliffy. <laughs> so, all right. Solidarity, indeed. Let me see. Uh, I think, uh, yeah. And, and the only other thing that I want to comment on, just going back to, yes, indeed, I did. I, I, I alluded to this earlier, and I mentioned on last week's podcast that I did try to get Cliffy fired. Uh, because when Cliff started, and that's the thing about Cliff, he's, yeah, your, uh, you know, it, your, your shyness comes across, uh, it's rather enigmatic, and nobody can, nobody can figure out Cliff Womack. And so... So I spent a lot of time, and I remember, like, I can usually read people pretty well, like when I'm in a job, and I can, I kind of figure people out. And God damn it, you, you are, you are a tough nut to crack, there, Cliffy boy. I can tell you that. And so, as a result, in your first maybe six months or year, I don't know how long that you were on the job, uh, I remember thinking, like, this Cliff, he's just like he's the silent assassin. He's a polite fellow, and he's here to take our jobs. He is, he's here to destroy us all. And, uh, and so I remember talking to our, our manager at the time and telling her, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I think this cliff has a bad attitude. I don't know if he's cut out for this team. And, uh, and I, I did everything I could to get you, to get you removed. Now, what did Annalisa say to this? Because she would have a very hard time actually believing that. <laughs> Unfortunately for me at the time, indeed you're correct. She did she did not believe any of it and she was she was really taken she goes, I'm shocked, I can't this doesn't sound at all like the cliff that I know and I said, Well, you don't know the cliff that I know and the cliff that I know is nothing but trouble and he's gonna bring this place down from the inside and I just I just don't know. My second follow up question is did you think I was just like wanting to turn the team into like a team of one and just be like me reporting to Annalisa and like everyone else going by? That's that's exactly what I thought. Like five people's jobs. 
That is that is one thousand percent what I was thinking. You were gonna just one by one eliminate all of us and consolidate power that way by taking all of our jobs simultaneously. I hate to say it, but like if you consolidated all five of our positions of power, I'm pretty sure the summation still be zero. Yeah, well. Uh, you know, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't really, let's be honest, I wasn't thinking it through all the way back then. I was just really, I was, I was just more of a paranoid piece of shit, so I was trying to get you fired, because I saw you as a threat. Uh, you'd be happy to know, you'd be happy to know it's the only time that I ever tried to get somebody fired. Okay. So, congrats. Oh, man. So, I need to recap a little, a little bit. It's, um... Jody's still on the team? I I have no idea. And I don't see I don't think Jody's on this chat, so I can't I couldn't even ask her. I don't think she is. She's moved on, Cliff. It's I uh, I guess I guess ultimately you were successful. You destroyed the entire team. Now, <laughs> the team's gone. You got you got what you wanted, Cliff. We're all there's gone. A silver lining, I think Yeah, I would say definitely. Yeah. I, I also, changing gears slightly, and then I'll let you go, Cliff. Uh, when we called you last week here on the Birthday Boy podcast, oh, thanks, Cookie Man. My friend Jay Cook says, you look great, John. That's correct. I do look great, and I thank you, Cookie Man. Anyways, Cliffy, uh, last week on the podcast, we called, and your your voicemail answered and said, you've reached Cliff Womack? Yeah. Is that how you've always, since the day you were born, is that how you pronounce your name? Is that how everybody pronounces it? Is Womack? Everyone within my family, that's how we all pronounce it. Well, well, yeah. I just, I worked with you for like two years and I called you Cliff Womack and you never corrected me. Either you're lying, and I did correct you all the time, or uh, two, you uh, just never listened to me. Those are both. <laughs> now that I think about that, those are both very, very likely. <laughs> each each one is as plausible as the next. That's a good point. I mean, I didn't realize I didn't realize that you weren't out to take our jobs. So there's a very good chance that I wasn't listening <laughs> when you were telling me how to pronounce your name. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. Uh, on that note, there's no way I can call you Cliff Womack. Like, I've been doing this podcast for almost a year. I've been making these, even before the podcast, and I would do these recordings driving home from work as, like, Grandma Cliff and Grandpa Cliff and Uncle Cliff and all these characters and, like, hey, Cliffy Womack, this is your Uncle Cliff. I can't go and suddenly, like, yes, Cliff, is this Cliff Womack? Like, it's... Yeah, well, it can just be, like, considered, like, a stage name. You can just, that can be, like, the stage name pronunciation. I feel like Womack would be the stage pronunciation, because that would be the incorrect way to say it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As as you were, Hopkins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. Uh, Cliffy, since I have you on, why don't you... I'm going to do a... I'm going to do a Cliff call. Like, normally I would just record this, and then in the old days I would just send it to you. 
And in the last uh, 11 months, 10 months or so, I just tack it on to the end of the podcast, right? The cliff calls, you're familiar with these? Yeah. By the way, what do you think of these? I've, I've probably done, it's got to be f- like 30, 40, 50 of these calls by now. Uh, what do you think of them? Do you hate them as much as I think you hate them? Would funny be one of the words you would use to describe them? Yeah. <laughs> Not at all, huh? After interesting, then funny. Okay. All right, fair enough. Because I always, I wonder, I sit here and I do this podcast every week and I do these calls and I don't know if you listen to it. I used to send you a file that was just me talking for five, ten minutes like Grandma Cliff and just nonsense. And... At best, you would text back with just your your classic, you know, showing me laughter. It would just say H A, just ha, which is your go to, which I take to mean like you thought it was the biggest piece of shit on the planet and you hated it. So I figured I would ask because I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought maybe, yeah, maybe Cliffy loves it. Maybe he hates it. More than likely, he hates it. But uh, hate strong word. All right. I definitely didn't hate it. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, so listen, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a cliff call with you. You don't have to respond to anything. You can if you want to. Actually, you. Uh, well, let's just I'll see how this. Last track. I'll do the last track. Yeah, I got it. I'll just see how this goes, because this is going to be very much improvised. I have just like one bullet point on what I want this call to sound like. So this could be a complete disaster. But uh, you know, and that's probably why I want you here, so I can at least blame you if this thing goes goes south, and I can just say this this is the this is the first time in history that we've had one of these Cliffy calls go go wrong, and it was really Cliff's fault. So, all right. <clears throat> so here, as you know, Cliff, uh, the last couple of weeks, your your family, your grandma called you from the wholesale club. Uh, for whatever reason, your uncle was buying a surfboard. He bought a big screen TV. Uh, Cliffy Baseball bought an entire case of uh, Hellman's mayonnaise and a pallet of uh, delicious Elio's pizzas. And, uh, you know, that went wrong because you didn't pick them up in your VW bug, your little your beetle thing. You were supposed to pick them up from the wholesale club. Well, now your grandma has another problem, uh, it turns out. So I'm going to just uh, I'm going to turn it over to her. Uh, and this is this is your grandma. Finally, uh, you know she's she's got she's got a big she's got a big problem here in this uh, quarantine. So let me take one more sip of water, Cliff, and do a uh, do a live Cliffy call. <clears throat> got it. Yes, Cliff, Cliff, hello, Cliffy, Cliffy, goddammit. I know you're there, you son of a bitch, Cliff. This is your grandma, Cliff, Cliff. Oh my God! Oh Christ, Cliffy, I'm here. I I have a problem, Cliff. I've got a big problem. I've got two big problems, uh, if you know what I mean, Cliffy. I've got. Uh, here's the problem. They said during this during this COVID quarantine that they needed face masks. Everybody needed masks, and so I I didn't have the materials to make the masks, Cliff. So what I did. What I did was I took all of my brassiers, Cliff. A- as you know, as I'm sure you know, I have a rather ample bosom, Cliff. So I took all of my brassiers and I turned all of the cups, you know, the cups from the brassiere into a into a face mask, Cliffy. So I could do- donate them to the people in need, to the workers and the doctors and the nurses and all of that. 
So what I did, Cliffy, was I gave all those face masks away that I made out of my brassiere. But the problem is, Cliff, I made all those COVID masks <clears throat> for all the workers and all, all the all the Womack family members. It's definitely Womack. I know I know my own last name, Cliff. I'm not an idiot. Uh, it's Womack, of course. I made masks for all the Womack family members, all the Cliffs. Well, I have a problem now because I don't have any brassiers left, Cliff. I, I don't have any more brassiers for my bosom, Cliff. So here's the problem, Cliffy. I know that you're a, you're a big time. You're one of those uh, home inspectors and you've got a whole tool belt and a whole tool kit and all of your favorite tools and measuring things and, and whatnot. And I need you, Cliffy. I need you to come over because I can't do this myself. I can't look down at my own ample bosom. I can't look down at my pendulum breasts and measure them myself so I need you Cliffy to come over here and I need you to measure my bosom Cliff I need you to measure my 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 breasts Cliff I, I don't know any any other way I can possibly say that to you I just need you I need you to come and measure my breasts so that I can make a new brassiere for myself Cliffy oh god oh why don't you get over here Cliff I'm dying these things weigh a ton, Cliffy. Of course, you know that because you, you back in the you Hilton Head Island, of course, when you were a youngster, you would have to put suntan lotion on me, Cliffy, as I'm sure you recall. Anyways, Cliff, why don't you get over here and help me, goddammit? I'm going crazy. My bosoms are going crazy, Cliffy. They're going crazy. I need your help, for Christ's sakes. Oh, God. Oh, Cliffy. Oh, Christ. Anyways, Cliff, I can't stay mad at you. You're my little boy, my little baby boy, my little butter boy, Cliffy boy, baby boy, Cliffy boy. So, uh, Cliff, what do you say? Why don't you get your ass over here and help me with my measurements and my brassiers? Did you hang up? That's altogether disturbing. <laughs> No, I didn't hang up. So is the answer yes or no? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. That was good stuff, man. I hope you enjoyed... I hope you enjoyed your... Did you say your grandmother passed away? Yes. So you have no living grandmothers? You have living grandmothers? Huh? Do you have living grandmothers? <laughs> what? No, what was this isn't about? I, I asked you the I ask you the questions, you bastard. I do not have any living grandmothers. Do you have any living grandmothers? No. No, no they do not they I have no living grandparents. Okay. So really, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is probably a treat for you to have them in a way brought back to life. <laughs> Channeled, if you were. <laughs> Channel yeah. Did you? Um, yeah, it's a treat. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. And I'm I'm assuming was your grandmother? Did she sound like that at all? No, she didn't. But that's okay. Well, it's your it's your um, it's kind of your it's your channeling. Yeah. So it, yeah, there's some there's some of your essence that gets wiped off on that uh, that exercise. Sure. Yeah. Sure, but I can I can see probably that's more of her personality that was on the inside that didn't come out, and now it's really coming out via on me. On the other side. Yeah, yeah. Now that the social pressure has been alleviated through death. 
Cliffy, we have a comment. I th- <laughs> I think this. I think you're gonna like this comment uh, from Amy. Cliff is literally my favorite person ever. Oh, very nice. I don't know anyone who has ever been able to say that. So that's that's pretty pretty special. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. Literally, no one has ever said that. So that's that's a big deal as far as I'm concerned. I <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, you're. You are literally my favorite person ever. That's why I would put little ball and penis-shaped things on your desk, and that's why I would text you at work on the on the company uh, communicator to tell you that I was horny, and that's what I would take pictures of you pumping that shake weight right by your mouth, and uh, that's why this whole podcast and all of these calls and all of this nonsense is based around you and all the shit that I make up. Uh, and that's why this is the second week in a row that we've called you and t- for Christ's sakes, oh my God, forty-seven minutes. Because you, like, yeah, you are you are truly Cliff. You are one of my favorite people, and uh, yeah, that's that's as much as I'm that I can possibly stomach paying a compliment to you. So that's that's as far as I can go. But yeah, you are, yeah, you are truly one of my favorites, and yeah, it was. To quote you, I don't think anybody could say this better. It was it was a pleasure to have known you. As uh, as we discussed last week on the podcast, those were your parting words on my last day after we had like a nice goodbye with everybody else, and it was emotional, and I made so many good friends there, and we had to say goodbye, and then you were the last person walking me out to my car, leaving at the same time, and just like a just as though you as though you just sold me a, a suit a suit jacket. Uh, you shook my hand. It was a real pleasure to have met you. Like after all, after all the walks through the cemetery and all the shit that we've been through, it was a pleasure to have met me. Uh, but now I use that phrase uh, with with a great amount of love when I say it back to you. <laughs> and it was a pleasure to have met you, Cliff. And uh, and by the way, you're going to be on this podcast again at some point. I don't know when, but uh, we're not. I'm not done with you, pal. I will. Oh, by the way, and it, it's also true that you were originally before it was before they settled on Cliff. Your name was COVID. Your birth name is COVID Womack, right? You know, it's a little known fact, but that is also true. And, know, yeah, that's pretty strange, but yeah, that's a great first name. I mean, not so much anymore, but up until up until about February, it was a pretty great first name. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna let you go, but I'm gonna jump back on to the live stream. You don't let me go. I'm letting you go. You son of a bitch. That's that's how this works. But I am gonna let I am going to let you go. And yes, jump back on the live stream because there's more. We've got some more stuff to do. All right, very good. Fabulous. Thanks, Cliffy. Later, buddy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how we go. How do you go up from there? Like that is that is the apex of the Birthday Boy podcast. Not once, but twice, two consecutive weeks. You got. That was that was podcast gold as far as I'm concerned. That was that was the Cliffy Womack. <laughs> not not a chance. There's not a chance. I'm never saying that. That was Cliff Womack. And uh, yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what else to say. He's uh, he is truly one of a kind, and he loves to ride those trolleys. 
He loves he loves shake weights. He loves pounding off. And uh, I mean, a global pandemic when you're forced forced to stay in your house. This is this is a custom made situation for old Cliffy boy. Uh, let me let me take a quick drink of water. Mm. God damn. Thanks, Cliffy. All right. So listen, I've got uh, I've got a few things here on the old uh, on the old agenda. Um, so we've got all the Cliff stuff. We've covered that. I've got a few things. Well, I've got uh, I've got some OJ. I've got a little OJ Simpson. I've got a little uh, sounding board theater. Uh, there was there was a good one today in the sounding board theater. Uh, and I've got a I've got an I've got a a Facebook Live exclusive. I think I'm gonna we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, what do we want to do? We want to what do we want to do, gang? We can do OJ because OJ's got some thoughts. For anybody who's watched the uh, the Tiger King, OJ uh, decided to weigh in. OJ <laughs> OJ <laughs> opining on the Tiger King on that that horrible Carol Baskin, and then uh, sounding board theater. Uh, yeah, I've got a few things. Let's uh, let's see here. There was one from today on the sounding board theater. Let me let me get into the sounding board. So for anybody who doesn't know, the Nashua Civic Sounding Board is uh, you know everybody has these every like town every neighborhood city they have these little stupid things uh, on Facebook just a you know online group for the neighborhood and it's mostly just people being assholes and bitching about everything. Um, Here's a couple, a couple from the from the past week, uh, because really the only the only topic of conversation on anything is is of course the, the everything that's going on the COVID. Everybody's talking about the COVID, the coronavirus, the quarantine. Where can I get this? Where can I get that? And it's actually been kind of nice. It's been relatively helpful. People have been. Uh, you know, providing information on like, oh, hey, hey, everybody, uh, you know, this this store has some toilet paper. Hey, there's soap at this place, blah, blah, blah. So a few days ago, somebody asked, pretty reasonable question, does anyone in the area, and this uh, Stephen Carvalho on the Nashua Civic Sounding Board uh, posed the question, does anyone in the area still have hand sanitizer available to buy? I am unable to stay home at this time, and my wife is in an at-risk demographic. So, the guy's got to obviously leave his house. He's an essential worker, whatever the case may be. He has to go out into the world uh, and, and, and needs hand sanitizer specifically. Uh, so, naturally, <laughs> and some people have some, you know, have some good, you know, such and such has this, such and such has that, you can, so-and-so is making their own, whatever, uh, and then somebody named Laura Saluha, Saluja, uh, <laughs> he specifically asked for hand sanitizer and explained why, I need hand sanitizer because I'm on the go, in my car, and so naturally, uh, one of the first responses, uh, washing hands with soap is better than sanitizer, <laughs> and then somebody named Stephanie Ingraham, Ingram Quiro responded and said, uh, yes, but he said he's unable to stay home, so he needs something on the go. And so everybody's providing, <laughs> everybody's providing just horrible, she's like, yes, but soap is the, uh, and somebody says he doesn't have soap and water in his car. The next person, uh, the very next person says, 
Uh, soap and water is still most effective. Only use sanitizer when soap and water is not available. And this Steven, the original poster, says, I understand how soap and water works. I don't have a sink between my vehicle and my, my home. And then she follows up and says, Not looking for an attack. There are many people who think one could just use sanitizer. Sorry to offend you. And that's the great part is like, you're a moron. And then you're, well, sorry I offended you with my stupidity. Uh, Mr. Highbrow with his soap and water, with his, with his hand sanitizer. <laughs> Bring a gallon of water and bar soap and leave it in your car. Yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. Just, just dump a bottle of water on your hands while you're sitting at a red light and then, you know, rub in some soap, count to 30 and then grab the bottle of water, dump it back on your hands. So this is all really good information. Uh, there's another from today. Uh, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to jump to, this one is, this one is great. This one actually was a few days ago. Somebody asked in the middle of the pandemic and all this nonsense, somebody asked, any idea where we might find a historic picture of the front of our house, <laughs> which is no other information, no background, nothing. Just anybody know where we can find a historic picture of our own house. And people are posting pictures of like dog houses and castles and sheds and saying, here you go. And then this one I thought was funny. Somebody said, take a picture now. It will be historic tomorrow. Oh, shit. Um, and then this, uh, somebody, somebody mentioned, uh, just heading out on my nightly cruise to get out of the house for a bit. Eight cars and a bunch of teenagers at Roby Park. Parents wake up. Time to set some rules. Three of them were in full contact with each other. Looks like they were practicing wrestling moves. And then so there's, a, there's a ton of comments. And somebody says, why are we judging? How do you know those kids aren't from the same family and having outside time, you know, with their eight cars and their 40 kids? How do you know those kids aren't from the same family just having outside time? I know that's not always the case, but the judging and the assuming people are doing is crazy to me. And then the original poster wrote back, if they're from the same family, there's a lot of incest going on at that park. <laughs> uh, and then today, oh, oh my goodness, a gift, a gift from the gods of the sounding board. Uh, somebody just, just simply wrote, Hannaford has many four roll packs of Angel Soft. Bonnie Sanders, just being helpful. Hey, anybody out there? You need some uh, toilet paper. There's Angel Soft at the local Hannaford. Uh, good old Carol LaRue, who's usually part of the uh, the troll factor on these posts, said was just there. Only six paths, only six packs of bathroom tissue left, and six paper towels. And uh, oh my gosh, he deleted all of his comments. Well, luckily I took a screenshot because I knew just such a thing would happen. You're gonna have to bear with me. That is amazing. He deleted all of his comments. That's unbelievable. Oh, good old screenshots. Ah, here we go. Uh, yeah, so somebody, Carol LaRue said, there were only six packs when I were there, when I was there. And then Joe Turnbull says, <laughs> this broad had to count how many rolls of toilet paper were left and let the people know. And then in all caps, this has been happening for almost three weeks, sweetheart. Get your shit together. <laughs> Okay, jeez. Uh, and then he writes later on, how, in all caps, 
how the fuck do you people still need paper products? And then, uh, and then there's a response to that it says, because some people are not panic buying and still have to make regular purchases. Reasonable. Uh, and then Joe Turnbull responds, why did they have to wait three weeks to buy a pack of shit paper and towels? Because I've still gone to the grocery store once a week as per usual. And there's always been water, shit, paper, and everything else I needed. I don't know what that sentence says, but it's a it's classic. He has like 12 E's in front of everything. Everything I need. Water, shit, no commas, just water, shit, paper. They got my favorite brand of water, shit, paper, and I haven't run out yet. Huh, so then uh, so then this person, I'm so happy for you that all your needs are being met with ease. You should we should be so lucky. And then he responds, Thank you so much, considering we've been in a state of emergency for like two weeks. I took the proper measure to ensure I wasn't a fucking idiot like the rest of you. Sorry, not sorry. And then uh, this Amanda is the person that he's getting into it with. Uh, she goes, again, we should all be as fortunate as you to have the ability to be so perfectly prepared. Have a lovely quarantine. And then Joe Turnbull, Turnbull responds... Oh, yeah, you're right. Just going to the store when I want to is being perfectly prepared. Hope you have to take massive dumps and shower the poop in and around your cheeks through the drain for being unfortunate. He puts in quotes. Whatever the, whatever that means. I guess he hopes that she has to take such a huge dump that she runs out of toilet paper and then has to like use the shower to clean her cheeks. Oh, my God. So... And then he, and then in a separate spot underneath, he goes, you people are the problem. Posting about how much fucking toilet paper is available at any location. You are adults. Get your shit together and stop acting like a child. <laughs> Which is just a perfect way to end this whole thing. He's telling other people to stop being a child. Uh, and then I, occasionally I can't help but to jump in there. And so I said, uh, attention everyone, the guy who just wished for someone to bathe in their own feces has kindly asked that you stop acting like children. So knock it off with your suggestions of where people can find products that they might be in need of due to rampant hoarding that took place weeks ago. Your thoughtfulness is super immature. And wouldn't you know, and that's why I now I know I take screenshots because I go to that sounding board and stuff gets deleted and that son of a bitch Turnbull he deleted all his comments, or maybe the moderator deleted. Who knows? Who knows what happened? I can't imagine that a guy who's wishing for somebody to shit themselves all over the bathtub and then clean it in their own shower full of shit is gonna have the you know have the mindset to go in and and delete his <laughs> delete his comments. Uh, but thanks to the magic of screenshots, we have those comments and we have them here live on Facebook and on the Birthday Boy podcast. Mm. So thank you, Joe Turnbull. Uh, now what? Now on to OJ. I really, I got to get to this OJ thing. It's unbelievable. So first of all, uh, before we get to OJ, uh, OJ is, has commented as of late on the on the Tiger King uh, program, the Tiger King documentary series, whatever you want to call it, on Netflix, which has taken the world by storm. Everybody's locked in their homes, and they have nothing to do. So this 
Tiger King uh, couldn't have come at a better time. We watched it. Uh, it's I, I, I can't even describe it. It's it's just amazing. You have to watch it. It's so stupid and so idiotic, but you just keep you just keep watching, and then and and, and it's amazing. And it's about the Tiger guy. I, I'm not going to recap it. You've probably all seen it. Uh, the Tiger guy in Oklahoma has a bunch of tigers, and he goes to jail uh, for a number of reasons. And one of them was putting a hit out on this woman named Carol Baskin who has her own tiger sanctuary, which rescues tigers from places like uh, Joe Exotics Park in Oklahoma, but just keeps the tigers in cages and charges people to come see them. So I'm not not sure how it's different. Uh, she's also a murderer, as we find out during the course of this documentary. She, her first husband or her, you know, one of her husbands, she, she has a current husband who's very much alive in this documentary and, uh, and is very strange. And... And her uh, husband in the 90s, who left his family, who was a millionaire, who just left his kids and his wife and came down to Florida and lived with this Carol Baskin, uh, she killed him. Obviously, she doesn't say that, but he just disappeared one day. And there's no bones and there's no anything. And she has a meat grinder and uh, she has, oh yeah, a bunch of cages filled with tigers who could eat people. And there's no question that she killed this guy, uh, this husband of hers, back in the 90s. And, uh, and I thought I saw somewhere that in Florida they've reopened uh, the, the investigation now that some, <laughs> some new evidence has come forward. Uh, so speaking of com coming forward, uh, who else... Who else is better fit to comment on on people murdering other people and getting away with it than good old OJ himself? And this is maybe his best. Uh, this is hold on. Yeah, this is maybe his best video yet. Let's uh, see if I can hold it up here. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. I just got back from the golf course where I actually played pretty well. Actually played. Uh, now it's back at home, back to the couch, and back to television. Listen, I've had so many people on my case asking me to watch some show called Tiger King. Well, yesterday I watched this show, and oh my God, is America in this bad a shape? I watched yes. six episodes of this show, and I couldn't even believe what I was looking at. White people, what's with you and wild animals? Leave them animals alone. He hates white people. <laughs> The show is crazy. Two in particular. But it's so crazy, you kind of keep watching. One thing I will say, there's not a shred of doubt in my mind that that lady's husband is uh, Tiger Sashimi right now. I'm just saying. Sashimi. <laughs> Take care. And I hope you learn something better to watch. He has... <laughs> he's wearing gloves. OJ's wearing gloves. What what fucking universe are we living in where OJ OJ Simpson is on the golf course playing golf while the rest of us are locked up? We are all prisoners in our own homes and OJ Simpson is not only not in jail but he's playing golf during all of this is like 2 days ago. OJ's playing golf. I what happened? What's happening? The the simulation sucks. Uh, yeah. And did you see? He's got his gloves on. He found a pair of gloves that actually fit. I just think it's un it's it's unbelievable. And then, 
<laughs> in addition to all of that, uh, yeah, OJ has no doubt in his mind that Carol killed her husband because during this whole documentary, Carol, she's just like happy. She's doing her business, you know, her business is going on. Yeah. Cliff, Cliff Womack writes, what the actual fuck? Exactly. Cliff. Well, hello, Twitter world. <laughs> what's, what's with white people watching those tiger documentaries? I had all kinds of friends. I have so many friends who come up to me all the time. They say, OJ, why don't you watch that Tiger documentary? And I say, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to watch such, that's crap for white people. So, of course, I sat down and I watched the Tiger documentary several times in a row. And I got to tell you, that Carol Baskin, she definitely killed her husband all those years ago. You know how I can tell? Because I know what somebody looks like when they killed somebody else and got away with it. She's going around smiling. She's laughing, carrying on. She's out playing golf. <coughs> I mean, riding her bike around Florida, having a good old time. She's playing fantasy football at the sports bar. I, I mean, <laughs> running the tiger operation that she has down there. You know, normal things. You know how else I could tell she did that she killed her husband? Because she's not out there trying to find the real killer. That's how I know. Anyways, <laughs> Twitter world, you people watch the craziest stuff. I'm going to go back to watching my 17th watch through of the Tiger King after I finish playing golf. Because, you know, that's what we should be doing right now. Going outside, doing whatever we want. Anyways, yours truly. Talk to you later, Twitter world. <laughs> it's it's, unbelie it's unbelievable. Like, is this... Is this really happening? Is all of this happening? Like, everything that's happening, is it actually happening? There's no fucking way. I'm going to wake up in five seconds, and I'm going to tell Kimmy about the crazy dream that I had where, like, OJ's playing golf, and we can't leave our houses, and, and then we watched a tiger show about this woman who got away with murder, and OJ's yelling at her because she got away with murder. I, right? Am I gonna? I'm gonna wake up in a few seconds, and then and in this dream, I'm gonna talk about like, and I had a podcast for some reason, and Cliff was there. Oh my god! Uh, so yeah, that's that's OJ. OJ. OJ's a playing golf. I don't. Even, I don't. That's all. I sound like I sound like Roger Weiland with like I have nothing else to say. I mean, I mean, come on, I mean, OJ. OJ's out playing golf. I mean, I mean, come on! I mean, well, here's my hot take about that. Is I mean, what's what's going on here? I mean, I mean, come on! It's Roger Wilder, Big Board Sports. <sighs> I don't know. All right. So listen, this is where I'm going to. I think I'm going to turn off my my audio audio recording, but I've got something exclusive against my better judgment for the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the seven people who stuck with us, I've got a, I, I don't know if a treat is the right word, uh, but I've got something. This is only for those of you watching live right now on Facebook live. I, I promised it in the, uh, in the, in the thing, in the post thing, whatever that I shared. Uh, and against my better judgment, I'm going to play it for you. Uh, with I'm not gonna put this the the sound. Whoop. 
the actual audio that that accompanies this clip it's it's pointless to play it um ah oh, thanks cookie man if that isn't the best goddamn roger wyland impression i've ever heard well done i mean many have tried few have succeeded thanks thanks buddy i appreciate that it's not uh it's not every day you i can't just roll out of bed and do roger wyland i have to just like just like all those clips, I have to become Roger Wyland from that one time that I caught a commercial for his show and and just had to get inside his head. So yeah, there's a big bunch of spies, Roger Wyland coming at you. There's no sports going on at all, so I have absolutely no idea what to talk about. Even when there's sports going on, I don't really know what to talk about. You know, that's where you come to get such hot takes as uh, as this one. Terrell Owens. I, I, I mean, I mean, what's I mean, what's going on with him? I mean, come on. I mean, what uh, what are we talking about here? I mean, Chad Ocho Cinco. I mean, I, 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 come on. I mean, what's I, what are we even talking about? I mean, come on. Tune into Big Board Sports every weekday for those and many more hot takes with Roger Wyland. I mean, come on, everybody. I mean, come on. Oh Christ. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, all right. So, anyways, this is this is the final uh, thing that I have planned for you. So, I'm going to show you. I'm keeping the audio recording. What the hell? Because I'm going to play. I'm going to play a little accompaniment for this clip. Oh my god! It's completely 100, 1,000 percent against my better judgment. Uh, but I'm, I'm nothing if not completely shameless. This was just from a few days ago. Uh, and you get to see, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's hideous. Uh, but so my oldest daughter is, uh, both daughters take dance. My oldest takes hip hop dance and this is her second year taking it. And this is her second year of being completely disappointed because whatever they're doing, it's not hip hop dance. You know, you, you think of like something when you think of like a hip hop dance kind of thing. And last year, you know, I, I thought the dance was great, but she had to wear a tutu, which she hated. And then this year, uh, they're doing a medley to the Spice Girls, which, you know, hip-hop, Spice Girls, obviously that's the first group you think of when you think of hip-hop and hip-hop dancing. Uh, so lucky Cam, she gets to dance to the Spice Girls, if there even is a recital, who knows. Uh, but for now, they're doing a, a remote thing. Her instructor has, you know, videos. The instructor basically sent a video of her doing the full dance, doing all the steps, all the routines. She customized it for each person because each person has a different, you know, different series of moves and their own choreography in the dance. So she sent one exclusively for Cam to practice her moves, which is really nice of all these coaches and whatnot to send these things. Uh, so Cam will go into, you know, a private room <laughs> here and just shut the door and, and practice. Um, and then she's supposed to send a video back to her instructor so she can, you know, just make sure that she's doing the dance steps. I came out the other day. I took a little break from work and I came out into the kitchen and Kimmy had the, uh, had the computer open with the, with the instructor, with Cam's instructor. And I thought I would hit play to see what the, see what the dance moves look like. And I thought having never seen these moves, never seen this routine in any way, shape, or form, I thought this would be a good time for me to just, I'm going to jump in and see how quickly I can pick up the dance moves, having never seen uh, this choreography before, and it's really, um, it's really awful, but uh, I'm going to play it, I'm going to play a little Spice Girls to accompany this for you, uh, let's see, I want to make sure I get this, okay, here we go. 
Yep, that's me, all right. really good. That is a birthday boy podcast <laughs> exclusive. Oh, what a horrible, a horrible idea that was. So yeah, <laughs> uh, that was that was after no, I mean no practice. I, I know it's it's hard to believe, but I had not seen that routine before. I just I just followed Cam's instructor on the video that she sent over, and uh, you know magic happened. What can I say? And uh, and magic did indeed happen. Uh, just as it has happened here tonight on the old Birthday Boy podcast. My God, we had OJ. We had Sounding Board Theater. We had a Cliffy call with the actual Cliff. A call with Cliff and the other Cliff family members. Spice Girls. I don't know. You couldn't ask for much. This was the best episode 44 that we've ever had here on the Birthday Boy podcast. Uh, but before... Before we wrap it up, uh, does anybody have anything? This is a, you know, this is live. It's interactive. Anybody? Does anybody have any comments, questions, insults to hurl at me? Uh, we do have one comment from uh, my wife, Kim Hopkins, which says, you suck. Which is, I don't know how that's different from any of the other comments. But I guess it's different because now it's on Facebook for everyone to see. <laughs> Burpees. Oh my god. Alright, let's see. So Amy is asking, oh fuck it, I'll just do it now. Because I'm not going to want to do it next week any more than I'm going to want to do it now. So Amy is asking to do a burpee because I complain, as you know, on previous podcasts, when I go to the Y and I walk around the track and there's people out there, hashtag 44, Cliffy, 
you got that right, buddy. This is this is the best one ever. Um, so I go to the Y when it's open, when there's not a pandemic, and I go around that track. I, I don't go crazy. I do two miles, you know, maybe a little more, a little less, depending on how much time I have. I run a little bit of it, not much, you know, maybe four of the laps I was running, and that's it. And then um, and then I stretch, and then that's it, and the kids are done with dance. We go home. But a lot of times these these assholes are out there, you know, they're lifting their weights and all that crap, and uh, and and they're they're doing their they're doing their burpees, <laughs> and their feet are kicking out into the track, and they're, you know, the one guy's got his kettlebell, and he's like. He just, they don't look, they just, I'm walking, I'm walking here, and they jump right out on the track with his little, you know, kettlebell guys going around, and you got the guy in the wheelchair, it's like, that doesn't, it doesn't say wheelchair, it says, it says walk, it says jog, and it says run on the three different lanes of the track, it doesn't say anything about roll. Anyways, alright, I'm going to, uh, but, but Amy questioned my knowledge of burpees, um, which I feel I'm completely qualified because I make things up in my head and then I consider them to be true, just like how to pronounce Cliff's last name. And the fact that he was named after Dr. Heathcliff Cliff Huxtable from The Cosby Show. Uh, so, so having said that, and this is, this is not going to be very good audio, and this is why you need to tune in. Hold on. I got a clearer space. This is why you need to tune in to the uh, to the Facebook Live because this is you're only going to get uh, scenes of me dancing to the Spice Girls <laughs> and uh, my attempt at a burpee. Because Amy said, uh, "I don't know what a burpee is. I I'm pretty sure that I do, and uh, I'm going to demonstrate that now because Amy is like you know one of those one of those idiots who goes to the gym, <laughs> does stuff." And it gets in shape and works out and all that nonsense with the weights and all that bullshit. Uh, and I am one of those people who make fun of people who do things differently than me. So naturally, I make fun of anything that's happening that's not exactly what I'm doing. Uh, so I'm going to attempt. I think I have enough space here. Uh, I'm in the birthday boy HQ, which is uh, the bedroom. So I'm going to get on the <laughs> I'm going to attempt a burpee. Why the fuck not? So let's see. Take off the old cans here. Uh, let me clear a clear a path. Okay. Hopefully, as you can see, I have the I have the WWE Championship here in my hand that I just won uh, last night in a hard-fought contest. And uh, here's I don't know if this is going to work very well, but I'm going to do a burpee, which I think is just an even stupider way of saying squat thrust. So here we go. I squat down, I kick my feet out, I kick them back in, and I don't want to bang my head, but then I stand up. And I think that's a, I mean, that's a squat thrust. Down, out, in, up. A burpee, down, out, in, and then you stand up and you clap like an idiot. And that's a burpee. Right? <sighs> Ooh, I did like two of them. I am sucking wind. <laughs> ah, holy shit. Well, that's the only time you're ever going to see that, not just on this podcast, but anywhere ever. I think it's been a good solid decade since I've done anything uh, remotely resembling a squat thrust or a burpee. Oh, you see the sweat? See the red? 
Yeah, now I am, I am starting to look like a like fat Brock Lesnar. I nailed it. Ah, see? The birthday boy nails the burpee. <laughs> the old the burpee boy nails it. Oh my god. I need to uh, I need to be hooked up to a ventilator now. I hope I can find one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah. <sighs> ah, man. If you're listening to the audio, you got to get on Facebook Live. You got you got to get on there. Oh man. So there we go. You've now seen me dance like an asshole. We've had Cliff, we've had burpees for some reason. <laughs> and that's it. It's uh, it's time for me to go uh, I'm going to wash down that little uh, little thimbleful of exercise that I did with uh, several tacos. And uh, and that's it. So uh, all right. Oh, ho, oh, hold on. Hold on. This just in Joe Turnbull, wait a minute, wait a minute. I I've just been I've just been mentioned. He also made a post asking women. To, oh, wait a minute. Joe Turnbull is now commenting on my post, but he's referring to Joe Turnbull. He also made a post asking a woman if broad, if broad or cunt or more or less an offensive slur toward women in their opinion. But that's. But that's Joe Turnbull himself. Is he referring to himself in the third? Like, what's... That's very strange. But he deleted all of his comments, and now he's back. Oh, I was I was hoping he was going to, like, hurl insults at me. He he also made a post asking a woman of broad, <laughs> broad or cunt or more or less an offensive slur towards women in their opinion. Oh, oh that Joe Turnbull. He's a character. He's just a character, isn't he? Why did you go shit yourself in the bathroom and then shower yourself in your own poop? You poop face, you idiot. You idiot. All right. Oh, man. That was fun. I'm not promising that we're going to do this next week, but I we will do this again at some point. These are fun. This is the second Friday in a row. If I can do it next Friday, I will, which is to say... If I don't get hit with a bout of laziness or COVID-19 or the Cliffy virus, uh, yeah, maybe we'll do it again next Friday. We'll see. We'll see. I I don't like to commit to anything ever. I don't like to promise anything ever. Uh, So that's it. So listen, uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, that's where you can listen. Birthday Boy Podcast Facebook page. Like and follow the Facebook page because then you get to see whenever I do a Facebook Live, you get to see it. And you get to see me doing uh, squat thrusts and dancing to the Spice Girls, and you get to see you know all this stuff. You get to hear Cliffy. You know, it's a it's a whole thing, Cliff. It's a whole to do, Cliffy. You should be there. It's it's really a fun time. Now get your ass over here and help me measure my bosom, Cliffy. These breasts aren't going to measure themselves, Cliffy. Get over here. All right. Thanks for tuning in, gang. That's going to be it for episode 44 of the Birthday Boy Podcast live on Facebook. Thank you. This has been really fun. I hope you guys had fun. And, uh, yeah, iTunes, blah, 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 blah. I'll do all that stuff. Follow and like and, uh, you know, all you know, you know all that shit. D- do it, okay? Uh, share this. Spread it around. Tell your... to Pretend this is COVID-19. Pretend it's the opposite of COVID-19 and spread this. Spread the Birthday Boy Podcast. All right? Do it, please get uh, get other people involved to have fun all right 
that's it, gang. Thanks for tuning in. It's been uh, it's been really fun. Talk to you next time. Later, Gators.